Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Diet Starts on Monday podcast. You're into season two, episode two, which is obviously later than it's supposed to be because of my phenomenal powers of procrastination. But we are finally here with Giselle Gianucci. Did I pronounce that right? Giselle Gianucci. You did, yes. Yes. Hey, everybody. um, Episode two. And Giselle, if you want to introduce yourself, I would be most delighted. First of all, Giselle, (laughs) absolutely amazing friend of mine we've yet to meet in person but she's there for me so much already she's a fellow Tyrone woman by way of Italy um <laughs> well I'll just let you take over from here because I'm not oh, gonna stand in your way I get, <laughs> I get so nervous so apologies if I stutter and splutter but my name's Giselle I am half Italian half Irish pure proud of my Italian heritage I'm a mother of two absolutely up <laughs> Um, I'm a mother of two absolutely insane children um, and I have currently started my own online women only business and uh, no see that's for me you're fine you're fine no so you started your women only business in January yes it's an online bootcamp focusing on the 360 of health and wellness it's not just about workouts it's about you can't you can't fix the outside if the inside isn't isn't 100% I know that because I've loved through it all. So that's why I kind of want to teach other people how they can get to be to be actually content in their life without having to worry about the number on the scales or like how they, they look, how they think they look in the mirror. If they're not really happy inside, then nothing's going to kind of, nothing's going to work for you outside. Exactly. You know so it's a full mind, body and soul reworking yes. system. Okay, cool. And would it be safe to say that it's going okay? It's going okay, I would say. Yeah. It's going okay. <laughs> Sales business has basically exploded so it's amazing and do you want to share any amazing news that you've got this week yes no a limited company with balance limited so I'm so excited I'm so so proud of like how how much hard work that I've put in and it's finally coming they uh their face like it's kind of I don't know it's just like really overwhelming for me just I know I've actually got tears in my eyes actually I'm so proud of you like you're doing so so good it's amazing so congratulations on that first of all and congratulations on everything achieved achieved well we do love but congratulations on everything you've achieved so it wasn't always like that it wasn't always sunshine and rainbows for you just how was it no I I think this is why I have a well strive to kind of help people mm-hmm. because like um, I went through a really tough time whenever I was you know what at the time looking back I didn't realize how hard it actually was mm-hmm. I knew it was hard but I kind of was in a lot of denial and then whenever that ended and I kind of every other attribute in my life was affected by it and it took the, the, this year to realize like how much it affected my life so it was like in a really abusive relationship from whenever I was um, for eight years, basically. Well, it wasn't like that from at the very start, but I was with this person for eight years. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just a lot of, um, just like a lot of limited self-beliefs. Like it came from that. Like I felt like everything was my fault. I always felt like I needed to apologize to people for if I did or succeeded in anything at all. I always had to take myself back and make myself um how would you say it like make myself kind of realize that no you don't deserve that you don't like it was always a thing that I didn't deserve anything um so, so after I got mental, it, emotional abuse as well ah uh, mental emotional abuse like like just the something when you're like a wee young girl and you see the man that you love so much going with all the girls in front of your face and you're like going why and he was like on the study you know just wee stupid things like that but they I play and what 
<laughs> oh, like I, I swear to God, it was ridiculous. But oh like he, God, I, I, he was. We were. He was only young too. Do you know what I mean? And I think it was like he he didn't have an, an easy time. But um, we kind of just were very toxic for each other. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's the way it was. Um, but whenever I got out of that, then like. I ended up taking an eating disorder. Like I lived on an apple and a packet of wine gums a day, walked the bypass like so many times and just hated myself completely and truly. Like I was just like, I'm not going to be good enough for nobody. And um, so I decided to punish myself for that. Like I I just I really, really dis despised myself. Um, I went down to seven and a half stone, currently 11. I went down to seven and a half stone. My period stopped. My hair started to fall out. My skin got really bad. Um, it makes me really emotional now, like uh -huh. talking about it, because it, it was a really hard time. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, but like it was it was more of the fact that how it had on my appearance, you know, to see me going through all that. Yeah. Um, and even though, like it took me, about I would say a couple of years like until a couple of years ago they um realized that that like that eating disorder that I had um played a massive effect up until now like there was times where I would like if I seen a meal on the on the table I would be like oh no god I can't eat all that I would pick on stuff as opposed to sitting down to an actual meal because I felt disgusted on myself but that was old that was old habits and oh. subconsciously all those things so I had a lot of work to do myself and then after that, then um, my auntie, who was more like a sister to me, she committed suicide. Oh, God. I was the last person up there that day. So it's so stupid. Like, but like I saw how, how much she needed help and there was no help out there for her. Mm -hmm. She asked for help. Um, she tried to commit suicide the week before. And that per like that whole time I was going through that with my ex-partner, the only person that I had they mm -hmm. confide in and that those eight years was Erica my auntie she knew everything that was going on because she's seen the bruises and stuff and she she I broke down one day and told her but I begged her and begged her not to say anything so yeah. she was kind of caught between the devil and the deep blue sea where she had um she didn't want to break my trust do you know what I mean but she was there for me when I needed it do you know what I mean so she was she was just she's always like a sister to me she was just always there for me um and the fact that I couldn't have been there for her kills me so much because sorry the cool way oh my god please do not you're like, you're, <laughs> you're, like you're like oprah jesus i'm no, like are you like, <laughs> bringing you pride for an hour last week they're like oh. don't be so silly like oh my god you're my oprah but, so don't be silly. <laughs> i think it was the fact that I couldn't have been there for her so i try to be there for as many people as i can yeah because people at that time in need they need to have somebody to turn to and if I can be that for my girls then that's all I want because so that is why I created balance the way it, why I did um apart from like whenever I was in my last place of work as well it was kind of just I came to the point where when I broke my foot and I just kind of realized oh they don't give a shit about you kind of thing so I was just like right I'm gonna um you know what if I get 10 20 people to do this to kind of tie me over until I get an older parent like until I get a permanent job etc etc um I will be happy as Larry and then I um that's when I started doing all my soul searching what is it that I want my life started meditating meditating I used to be really skeptical about that right I was like oh my god this is pure happy shit like I who fucking meditates these days like do you know what yeah, I mean I was so like oh, shit. 
<laughs> like, and you are so skeptical. <laughs> you do be so skeptical. <laughs> breathing, like what the hell? <laughs> but um, and then I did a breathwork class then with an amazing friend of mine, Sean Doherty. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh my god, Nicole, have you ever done a breathwork class? No. Oh Jesus Christ! The emotional release that I got in that class was some nothing short of phenomenal i was like went on it i thought it was just you know you'd be lying down and he's walking you through breathing in breathing out and i was like right i'll give it a go um but i was not expecting the things that i experienced (laughs) in that class like he talks about you know you come to them you come to the base of a mountain and on this mountain this is all like your fears your um limiting self-belief everything that's holding you back how can you reach the top of this mountain? What do you see? I seen so many shit about never not being good enough, never been good enough for anybody. Like there was like parts of my life that I've always kind of been left out in certain situations yeah. um, that I just always was me a day accept. Yeah. But why? But why should I accept these things? Like, why does anybody have to accept things that makes them feel uncomfortable? Uh-huh. Like, it's like a, a, a part of our life that we feel like, oh, you can be good, you can have a business, but as long as it's not too successful. Yeah. You can be, they'll, they'll big you up for being a single mother, but they'll scrutinize you if you go out at the weekend. Do you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh my God, yeah. not, You cannot be, you can't be better than what people set limits for you like people have their own scenario for you in their heads and by god should you surpass those those limits that god God do you know what i mean and i think that's a lot to do with like the fucking small town mentalities and all that kind of crack but it's breaking through that bias and not giving a shit what people think and that was one of my things on the basis of this mountain and at the mountain at the base of the mountain erica was there and I can swear my Wayne's life, she, she, I, I physically smelt her. I seen her. I could touch her. I was, I was insane because you're doing a lot of breath work where you're changing the chemical imbalances and your, in yeah. your body. So uh, your, your mouth numb, your, this is what my therapist told me. It's recalibrating your auto- autonomic nervous system is what you're doing. Yes. 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 <laughs> my God. We, we just complete mouth breathing. And she was like, Mo, I'm coming with you. We're going to break through this together. And, no, she I'm literally crying. This is unreal. Uh, no, I, no, I swear. I know when it sounds so absolutely insane, anybody listening goes, oh, she's fucking mental. But I swear that in my Wayne's life, like she was with me, holding my hand, walking up the mountain. And I've got just so stupid. It's so, so stupid. Like, but it's um, not good. Like, all that is amazing. And you should be so proud of that. Don't ever I, think those things are silly. They're not. They're amazing. No. And then we got to the top of the mountain and I, and she was like, it's your time to fly. And that's so stupid sorry but like she she like her her whole death affected me so bad like you know people think oh my god it's just it's just um she was just your auntie I was like but no she was so much more than that no she was your best three she was only three she's only three years older than me and um she had two beautiful small children as well and they feel I think it's the the fact she felt so alone Mm-hmm. When we were such a big family and she knew that we were all there but she felt so alone yeah and i, I, I think i understand what that what that feels oh, like. i can have um, that as well and me too, too. i went through a postnatal depression um after dario and again she was there like she understood it because she had went yeah. through it so she was always there. you know mom will i'll take you to get your hair done mom will go up to belfast mom will do you know just kind of getting me out of it kind of thing but um and like I, 
they know for people they realize that mental health is just so much more than taking antidepressants right because like the first thing that i was given when i went down when, whenever i had, had postnatal depression was take these antidepressants i was like i don't want to because my mother suffered with um, mental health all her life like i've seen women take like severe panic attacks to the point where her body locks up her pulse goes low like she had yeah. always been in hospital more times than enough and you know it's just like one of those things like i was like i don't want that I don't, I want, I want the trauma to stop now with my children. Yeah. I don't want to keep this, con- I don't want my, I, I, I don't want my wheels to grow up looking at me and going, oh my God, mommy's sick today or mommy's not fit. You know, I don't, I don't want that. I don't, yeah. I want them to not have a panicky worrying about everything. Oh, what's going to happen that the more I was going to, you know, it's just one of those things that I came to a point where I was just like, stop. Yeah. I can't do this for my children. So, and the, the reason then why I created balances, I was saying, is because I want women to know that mental health and physical well-being come hand in hand. Mm-hmm. You can't fix one without the other. There is no short love pill, right? Um, like you can't just do everything in one sense and leave something else out. You need mm-hmm. to work on everything together. The fact of like, like we have been and like diet culture words for so long have my like you know like someone more than stuff and it's breaking the habit Mm -hmm. habit of those and that's why i love you so much because you are just exactly the role model that every person needs because oh you're just no you are no you are No, you really are though, Nicole, because it's like, um, you just be like, this is life and this is the way I am and I don't need to change myself for anybody and neither you should and neither should anybody. And this is where I just was like, I'm not being apologetic for who I am and I'm not going to be apologetic. Ap- apologetic? Ap- oh, <laughs> apologetic. <laughs> <laughs> to, um, look at me, using big words. Um, they, like, if I want to better myself and better my life for my children, yeah no but it's like something whenever you if you become successful you feel like you need to you need to um give like you need to explain yourself why or how you're doing this yeah which is so silly like it's yeah. not it's not you know if you're working your balls off like i work 50 60 hours on that computer like things that people don't see mm-hmm. but i'm doing it because i love it and have the passion for it and i want to help as many women as i can do you know what i mean so it's just um i that's 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 why I have like completely went down the whole self route of positive self-talk because I've talked to myself so many years 34 years for always being useless and never being able to complete anything I was yeah. never going to be good enough for anybody and then Stefan came into my life and changed everything oh no he's an amazing think... I haven't met him yet but I'm looking forward to giving him a good squeeze because he is uh, uh, he's a great I great am so lucky we can't speak today fantastic <laughs> add to the boys so which is that great oh, he is he is he's not only he's just a, an amazingly genuine person he's just a pure heart yeah and I'm so blessed and I just love him so much I swear that's oh, that's oh. why I would go through everything that I went through in past relationships if, if it meant that I would get him at the end of it Oh my God, that's an amazing thing. And then you like to have that partnership and that love as well and the love you have for yourself and the family you've created and the home you've created. It just honestly, it just makes, gives me the biggest happy ever. Um, (laughs) So let's talk about like the catalyst for what your self-love and positivity journey. You broke your foot. Broke your foot. 
you broke your foot. Yes. Whereas my mother would say foot, but it's foot. Foot, foot. <laughs> like, I, I like, broke your foot. I'd be like, no, it's my foot, Bernie. Calm yourself. <laughs> You're wrong from calm down. <laughs> Behave yourself. Um, <laughs> I, so <laughs> I was at, uh, I was cleaning um, at work and a plate fell on my foot off a high rack. So I came down Wait and crushed my three. A weight plate of 20 kilos came down and crushed the three metatarsals and my foot. No, thank you. So, my <laughs> God, the pain. I would go through labor four times more, like four times again, as opposed to getting a broken foot. It was intense. But anyway, I had to stay in work for three hours because I had to stay in work. Oh, I broken foot. And um, I said, I was just, <laughs> oh my God, you know the story. So I was just like, what? I have to stay, right, okay, right. So stayed and for, there was two um, clients in there that night who had helped me turn everything off and close everything. And my wee daddy had to walk down and drive my car up on his V backs crippled. He's, he's not, doesn't have a good, he just can't really walk very well. To drive my wee car home and um, at fucking Friday the 13th, Friday the 13th of November it happened. So everyone's like, oh, unlucky Friday the 13th. I was all the step and I was like, this happened for a reason. And sure to God, it did. I just went and they, I realized then and there that nobody's there for you. The only people that is there for you is yourself and your close partner. Like my my mom and daddy couldn't come down to the house either because COVID restrictions were in. Everybody had to stay in their own wee private bubbles. But apart from that, I didn't get one. We do you need anything? Are you all right? You know, and like you try to be there for as many people as you can. And I was just like, no, nah, you know what? As I'm not doing it anymore. It's fuck the shit. Like, fuck the shit. <laughs> so I was like, right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna um do I need to do work on myself. I need to realize why I'm like this. I was so emotional. I did that that breathwork class with Sean, as I was saying, and then everything came to the surface. All the why am I like this? Why do I let people walk over the, the top of me? All the hurt. And then I wrote a blog. I wrote a blog and it took a lot out of me to write that blog. Um, and it was just about my experience of all the my the abuse that I had went through and stuff. And and then I was going back and like I didn't want to upset him either because like he was only young too, you know what I mean? And you do stupid things when you, you're young. You do. I, I know, but like it was like maybe it was that his way of coping with certain emotions and stuff. Her people I hurt. appreciate what you're saying, and it's your compassion and your good nature to let someone off the hook and see things from their perspective, which I totally yeah. understand because I do that too. But at the same time, you have to call a spade a spade, and you did not deserve what you went through. No, I, I look, no, I, re- I realize that now, but um, and but writing it, I, I, I had to do it. Yeah, I kept getting that voice going, write it, write it, write it, write it. And do you know how many people have messaged me going, thank you for telling me that because I'm I'm going through this at the mm-hmm. moment. And I was all, this just helps one person. That's all I wanted because they, they feel like somebody was going through what I, what I had been going through at that age was ridiculous. And um, how old were you? But then I was 16. I was 14. I started with them when I was 14 and then up till I was 21. But I kind of, the abuse started whenever I was around 16, 17. It was like the choking and stuff in front of her friends. And you know what it was though? It was the fact that even like I had, like we all had the same friends, but like anytime he did that, it was never made a big deal off. It was just kind of like, uh, they laughed or they walked on. So like then whenever it was like the 
like the choking me in front of people like outside the nightclub or whatever like lifting me right up you know like until I was blue in the face kind of thing oh, and I was just God. like this is completely normal the amount of people that messaged me afterwards and saying about um that they had seen it and they're sorry they didn't say I was like Jesus wasn't update you know that day and age everybody do you think as well and again I'm not making excuses for anybody here like but do you think that's a bit of the time at the time whenever we were that age because I'm only I'm three years younger than you I remember like being around that age I wouldn't have been I would have been hot like not much like yeah I wouldn't I would have been a couple of years below years ago but I know like I was in a similar situation at one stage and I had a friend who did completely beat the head of the person I was like get off her but Hi. everybody was trying to tell her not to do that and mm. do you think that was of the time that people didn't really get involved and they just kind of stood back whereas now we're so aware of violence against yeah, women, mental physical abuse that people won't people won't stand for it anymore they're just like I wit- I'm not witnessing that yeah I, I definitely do think that is and I think that's great it would probably be a different thing yeah where I would get really involved if I seen somebody getting be like oh. somebody was being aggressive stay there I was like I was like what the fuck are you get away from her no I would be like this I would I would I would be so like this but it's not because I want to get involved or or anything like that um I would have loved somebody to stick up for me I would have loved that to do because just to kind of make me feel like what what I was feeling wasn't for nothing do you know what I mean and then yeah. like the last the last time that it, that it had happened like we both broke our hearts that day like whenever we were told it was over um it obviously wasn't over then because we had secretly made, met up afterwards you know what I mean that's what was one of them things it was hard to stay away from we were like I don't know, but like we were told was, it was uh, over. Did your parents sit you down and go, This is enough? Uh, uh, well, it happened that um, we were, it was St. Patrick's night, I think it was. Um, and it was trying to talk up the girl. I don't feel like you have to. No, but anyway, it, it happened that like there was like a head button uh, scenario and a woman who worked in the pizza place, like fucking, who do you call him? Tom Cruise over the, the counter, <laughs> like the flu. That's the last time you'll do that to her, kind of thing. And then she put my sister, and then my sister put Mummy, and then uh, Mummy sat me down. I was like, I need you to tell me everything. Then Eric came up and told everything. And then that, my daddy was like, it's either him or us, and was kind of put in that position, which I'm so glad of. But now, but at the time, I thought my I, at the time I thought my world was over. I was like, oh my god, we both knew that night. That, that was going to be that was the end that was the end do you know what or I mean the beginning of the end the beginning of the end as they say I but um I was and I, whenever I wrote the blog I was so afraid of like um annoying getting like I, I didn't want to paint him in a bad light dealer I didn't want people to be thinking that he he is like that or I was just at that time you know when we were younger and I've and then I was like but why can I not talk about how that experience made me feel Mm-hmm. Do you know each experience affects everybody differently and everybody has the right to voice their their um how they they dealt with it and how their version of what happened to them and how uh, they their choice i suppose uh, is the right way to put it then yeah yeah it's something that, that affected you really badly might not affect me badly but that mm-hmm. doesn't make it any less relevant for you mm-hmm. do you know what i mean it, it's like i think people feel like again their own scenario of how they feel like everybody should be should fit under their under their chapter for that person and that's just basically not true mm-hmm. people always try like to try and find faults it's a negative mm-hmm. we are so consumed in a world of negativity this is a thing as well that i always try to, to teach the girls because if somebody says something right you you have watched uh, an amazing 
film that you thought this was unbelievable. I love this. And so I was like, did you really like that? I, mm, I don't know. I don't think it. Oh, I don't think I liked it. Mm. And then you, you start to question your own beliefs in that yeah. film. You're like, maybe I'm not cool. Hi, <laughs> you know, and it's yeah. those wee self doubts. Don't do it. No, I know. Don't don't feed that on to people. Like if you don't like something about somebody, or like I, that was a big thing for me to stop judging. Mm-hmm. Like I know that that was my biggest thing. I used to always be like, ah, oh, but sure, I, you know, like if somebody like made a comment against me, I'd be like, oh, who she thinks she is? You know what yeah. they made it against me? Where now I'm like, well, she must have a reason to say that. And as hard as it is for me to do that, yeah, that's the biggest change that I've made in myself, and mm-hmm. it has it has made everything else that but better for me. Yeah, to not be judgy. Yeah, oh, that's amazing. That's so mm-hmm. good. That, that that's very takes a lot of powerful it's like looking inwards as well to fix oh Jesus, things on the outside yes. mm-hmm. so that was that reflective introspective there we are that's the word we're using that yes we are fucking really feet the that and you broke your foot and all these different things and you did the breath work class and you went back into that and then what happened mm. And then I just created balance. And then I was like, I'm just going to go out. I'm going to try it. Feel the fear and do it anyway. It was one of the best books ever read. Feel the fear and do it anyway. Um, and I was all, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah. Like, if I get 20 people, that's it. Because people were like messaging me, asking me to write them workouts and stuff. And I was like, but people like do sometimes, I think, um, mistake your kindness for weakness in a sense. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Not that it's a bad thing because you did it before. So they can't expect you to do it. But I was all, but like what well, I was like, but right, so what people want this, they obviously need this structure and they need this week. I was like, so I'll create a wee group for t- for 10, 20 people and we'll see. And then it was like 30, 60, 120, 200, 300, 440. And then now I was like, right, I have to back it down a wee bit because it's just like kinda two because I'm studying two courses at the minute for like yeah. and postnatal and my Mac Nutrition. Um, I'm just like, right. Like I have to, I want to be able to give everybody the best experience that I can. And I know that with me studying, I'm going to have to take it back a bit. And I don't want anybody to feel left out. Do you know what I mean? So I want to kind of give them all a really good experience. Um, and the amount of life-changing wee comments that you get, like, I, I'm not one for sharing all that, you know, on yeah. my social media and stuff. But but um, it's just so overwhelming. It really makes me, I like really cry. Like, see when it comes on the like check-in week, like the fourth week, I'm just like, I'd be bald, mate. Oh my God, toast toast emotion, I swear, sorry. I love that though. And the fact that you are so like free, not free with your emotions whatsoever. Like you don't have any shame about getting emotional because I'm very like that. See if there's yeah. a decent advert on the TV. Like I, I've seen Andrex pop by MOA. That's me done. Like, <laughs> like when they're wearing the white Santa hats, honestly, I'm well not thinking about it. But like that's uh, like so crazy. I am with my emotions. I cry at everything. <laughs> that's good though, but we shouldn't so, have to suppress our emotions. I think that's why you've been told for years that you have to suppress your emotions. I didn't cry for about five or six years. I think I was a wee bit dead inside. And then all of a sudden yeah. I was like, <laughs> I'm just like it's like, it's like that episode. <laughs> <laughs> like the like that episode of Friends where who do you call him? Um, who do you call Bruce Willis? Oh no, Bruce Willis. He's like chicken boy. <laughs> it's like they call me chicken boy, and then he's just like crying and crying. Yeah, but that's me. That's, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> but like, if you do like Reiki or anything like that, like, have you ever got Reiki done? No, no, no. I'm actually no. a bit scared of it. My mom's pure like 
don't go near any of that stuff because blah 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 no. like no 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 Nicole I swear it's amazing Joanne Gallagher um you know from good vibes she takes the meditation classes and my and my my group so um like we have the meditation classes with Joanne we have the yoga with Kathy Brogan we have Pilates with a girl Jade um we have the breath work with a girl Juliana because everything's kind of just women based I would love Sean on but I think you know you want to keep it all women yeah Yeah. um but um it's just I think that the vibe, the vibe is just there. Like meditation by Joanna is just, you should try it. She does like online, all the online stuff I'll as well. Answer, yeah. She, no, she's just so real. Do you know, right. she doesn't try to feed you bullshit. She's like, you know, like today's you're just like, fuck us, my I'm not wise today. I'm a wee bit mental. I just need to take myself back. Um, she she's amazing and her Reiki like really helped me as well. Um, so definitely I think like just the release of the emotions that I was holding on to, like the guilt from Erica's death, the the just the guilt of going through all that to my younger self, I suppose. Uh, like always limiting myself and thinking like I was never good enough for anything when I definitely my, my, my PE teacher at school, right, always believed that I could achieve something in sport. She always wanted me um, to go to athletics and be an Olympian. And Derry, she was like, to say, because you have got the drive, you're so good at it. Um, she made me stay for what for two full periods one time. They break the school record for the high jump. I missed my English and science class. They break the school record for the high jump, and I did, and it was never broken after it. Well, until then, awesome. but I'm but she scared. saw it. I'm scared of heights, but uh, fair do it anyway. You just have to get over it, don't you? You just have to get over it. Mm-hmm. And I just like was like right, but I couldn't because Dad was a lorry driver at the time, so I didn't have no love. So I didn't. So that was that completely out the window. And then I went after school and did my sports studies for two years, and I was the only girl in the class. And somebody made a comment. They were like, are you lesbian? I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, they were like, why are you in such a male environment? I was all, because I like it. Because back then, whenever I was doing, oh my God, it was like 18 years ago. How mad is that? Don't even start my like. That's I, mad. Um, I realized it's 2020. There was not- and I was like, hang on a minute. It was 2000. It was the millennium like a month ago. Yeah. Like, I know. The time was going so quick. Anyway, go ahead. And I was like, Jesus, I was like, that's a bit extreme. And why do you even ask me that? I was like, but I was like, I'm doing it because I love it. Yeah. And you know what I, you know what I did then? Because I started, to, I, after I finished my diploma, after the two years, you know what I went and did then? What? Beauty. Oh, years of beauty. you do like makeup and stuff like that. And like, and you always look I like- only, I only because of that though, I think it was kind of the switch. Like, um, Did you, was that such a catalyst? I was like, because I was only girl and I was like, maybe I'm not supposed to be in this environment. Oh, no. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I swear, Nicole, isn't that mad? That's so they had the, the whole beauty route and I was there and I was just like, that's not what I want to do. But I did it because it was girly and it was yeah. something that all girls had to do. I didn't do mean it. I mean? like, it's like a rite of passage. <laughs> 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 I did like an NDQ makeup application that was like a, an elective course in school that we did like a couple of periods on a Thursday or something. Um, uh, went to the tech. But, just... but yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. And it's like, that's the influences of people around you. Yeah. Do you know right. what I mean? Exactly. Oh, mad. I would love I to know. give her a wee slap and be able to say, oh, catch yourself on. No, you're going to... But you know I what? Know. If I hadn't done it then, maybe I wouldn't have been ready. I know. And then what, like, it, like, it's mad when you think about stuff that your younger self did and you're like, love, come on now. You're smarter yeah. than this. What are you oh. doing? <laughs> I know. I was so, like, I am so embarrassed about my younger self. 
like oh, how no, I, never I been treat no 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 I was because of how I treated others because oh, okay. I was so nasty mm-hmm. at times but that was a reflective of how I was being treated yeah. and I was pouring it out to other others that, that's how you um, felt with you as well same time I but you know what I'm so disgusted on myself like there was times you know when you say such nasty things and do I was always in fights and I was just like oh my god you're such an embarrassment when I look back now and I just be like how were you that person because mm-hmm. I don't feel like that person how I was but yeah at the time I was I was that person yeah that's why I don't kind of prejudge that's why I don't kind of prejudge on anybody whenever they were younger doing things the way they did it because at that time they were they were doing for the best they had uh, fucking me mm-hmm. I don't know it's just but that's really embarrassing but no but I think as well and then you having that education gives you such compassion because like I think we all know like everybody who's from Northern Ireland or Ireland or maybe even just in the UK who listens to this podcast there is a mentality here where yeah. go, like say somebody like does really well gets an amazing job and buys a massive house brand new Range Rover like six figures in the bank like fair fox to her people yeah. will be so quick to see her in Tesco one there she was in Tesco with a fucking Chanel handbag who does she think she is and you're like uh, I wish I had a Chanel handbag I would wear it everywhere <laughs> like literally exactly. I, I would wear a ball gown to go get the milk you know what I mean <laughs> because why not I am. Yeah, I am. I have arrived <laughs> where's my red carpet no yeah, I know only <laughs> um, exactly and you're just kind of like what people do tend to like look at you or they'll go not one thing always like springs to me mine for me was do you remember whatever Cheryl Cole was like at the peak she was doing X Factor she was like the nation's sweetheart and everyone yeah. would be like I think we all forget that she um she was in court for assault in a nightclub attendant mm-hmm. and you're like oh my god that was 10 years ago she says like fair enough whatever she made a mistake when she was younger she shouldn't have done it of course but um, yeah. I don't even know if she did I don't know anyway long story short but people are so quick when someone is doing well and someone draws attention to them doing well to tear them down with a mistake they made from their past and it's like oh amazing yes. over yourself have you never done anything wrong exactly exactly that's, that's it and I think that jealousy is jealousy is one of the biggest factors I think that hold so many people back hmm. and makes people make pre-assumptions about other people that they know nothing about like they go exactly. based on what somebody else has told them but and they need to well, be careful what you'll find is then it's like I know I have held myself back from opportunities or doing something because I'm afraid of somebody saying that about me exactly Who does she think she is she's only exactly. from like she's from yes. like no she can't be at that no like and all of their stuff and, and why it, can you know why can I not <laughs> I know. I know. I know. What are you doing? What are you doing? Are you are you paying for my bills? Are you paying for my bills? Are you in this body? My parents have moved to drawer now, so it's fine. Oh, very good. um, You know when you're just like I and like and uh, like I would have like I find that fear of that being said about me not anymore because now I'm older and wiser and I've had enough therapy to not give a shit. But before, whenever I was younger. I would have found myself say if I was in an Instagram story I would have said things again and again and again re-recorded maybe six seven eight ten times because I'm yes. like what does that made me come across really big-headed or conceited and somebody will think that I think I have an opinion of myself and then blah 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 blah. and then before you know it, on yourself holding yourself back and going you're dulling your sparkle to make somebody who you don't even know comfortable exactly and that's that is exactly it I know and it's like we do sit on ourselves so much because the fear of judgment of others and I think when you what you comes back to what you said about fixing your internal judgment if you stop yeah. judging others then you'll realize that like 
none of it mattered because your opinion about other people didn't matter exactly interesting all big words (laughs) (laughs) mind blowing mind blown but like let's then circle back so one of the things you, uh, you always come across to me is and that you've told me before is that now that you've discovered this self-love and this path of compassion and like positivity and striving for better for yourself and others you've just become so like just pure love gratitude and freedom is what the three words I would I would use to describe you oh, so you. like I just think that um, are so like free like you're the very definition of you know that lovely stock image that people use to describe freedom of a woman on a beach in a sunset going like yes <laughs> like that so like I tell me a bit about that and is that how you feel um I don't really feel like freedom in a sense mm-hmm. because I do still kind of limit myself yeah. a little bit but gratitude is massive mm-hmm. I have so much gratitude for everything and that is a, I start my day off with my gratitude list every single morning every single morning even mornings when I'm like cockade I'm just like oh could my board I'm just like right but gratitude is not a word it's a feeling it's what yeah. you're feeling at that moment and like every day I'm just like I feel like I live in a council house and I don't think I would ever change it because I love my wee house and I love what me and Stephanie have put on there we have done it from like whenever we first moved in we knocked down walls we saved everything and just everything we've done in the house we've done on our own um like um obviously not like the plastering and the knocking the walls down and stuff like we got people on to do that but it was like I'm just so grateful for this wee house so why why should I feel embarrassed if I live in a, in a council house? Do you know what I mean? And I will never, I don't think I'll ever move out. I just love it. Love it. And I'm so I grateful for it that. because I, and I, I just, um, I'm just so grateful for everything and everyone in my life and anybody I have stopped giving my energy to people who don't deserve it. And that may be family members, maybe close friends, that may be people who I just feel like completely drag me down. Um, and I'm just like, I'm just kind of, not, I haven't made it known, do you know what I mean? But I feel kind of, just dust up myself a wee bit because I'm just like I just haven't the time to give you my energy at the minute my energy is too important you put up a boundary for yourself I boundaries exactly and you shouldn't be afraid to have boundaries no I know and that's something I actually learned very recently from you mostly especially after our (laughs) conversation we had and that is like it's hard to do and it takes guts to do that sometimes especially when you feel like you're maybe letting someone else down or you're hurting someone else but I think as well like you have to say like you don't have to make it known you can do it in a really kind way and it's very important yeah. to put yourself first because if you're in a situation where you're the balloon being held down by an Eeyore like right. the, that photo of Eeyore holding a balloon yes. the balloon's like oh, yeah. and Eeyore's like <laughs> no nobody <laughs> loves me nobody cares it's very yeah. very hard to be in that situation and I can feel like you're dragging like pushing a marshmallow up a hill yeah which is brutal so I think as well like the fact that you're able to do that must have given you so much freedom too I did I did in that sense because I'm just like um I'm just not explaining myself to anybody for anything anymore Mm -hmm. and I think that's a big thing because I always felt like I had to explain as I was saying before but now I'm just like if you don't like it you don't have to like it yeah it's not going to change the fact that I'm going to do it so quite politely yeah you know (laughs) you could say fuck up but you can't say fuck up fuck off but, uh, no but you can say that in a loving way you know like just fuck off you know I love you and um, I, I respect what you're telling me but it's not going to change so just just yeah 
stop just stop yeah, but I'm because... basically, i do love pumpkin spice but it's fine like you don't have to like it fuck off <laughs> exactly exactly but um i so that's that's just it's just been a massive year it's just been completely mental but do you know like anybody who is 33 there's like you know the number 33 is like where it's mass of like um it's like a big year in your life apparently really like in the spiritual world yeah oh i love it's that. like where you where you're going to make um big massive changes and you're going to come into your true self and i think that's um that's one of the things that um i was like i was 33 when i started 34 now yeah. but um I was just like, maybe that was what it was, it was 33. And it was just like the number 30. And I see 33 and 11 everywhere. So it's like one of those really? things. Like maybe it was, maybe it was, maybe I was destined to do this. But maybe, you know, you, you never just, know. And you never know. But spirituality and stuff like that was something that I have only recently kind of went, maybe that's not a couple things. No. Do you know what I mean? A numerology. Have you ever, do you ever read um, A New Year's? No. You know, who Oh, we have the same person who wrote the power now. Ah, yes. He wrote um he wrote um a new year's. Took me three times to read it, but my god, it is absolutely unreal. No, it no. just like chats about ego and our pain bodies, which is like reads and like it drives off negativity. And the reason why you're like drawn to negativity is because this pain body inside us wants us to it's just like a big negative. Or that's just like I like just come on or feed me. <laughs> feed me. That's why like people go like if you're gossiping with somebody, everybody's like, oh, what's crack? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Where if you seen somebody smiling walking down the street, you were going, what the fuck's wrong with her? She's that wise. Uh, exactly. So, if you're like, like so, it's, when you're happy with your life. Uh, so it's like not it's not feeding into the the negative pain body and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's read the book. It's amazing. It's like, or even listen to it in Audible. I must have that. It's an Audible actually, but that is something that recently, like you were saying about spirituality, numerology, astrology. That is only something I would say in the last six months. I have kind of went, okay, hang on, maybe that isn't um complete trash because I'll tell you what it was. It was a few like numbers, positive thinking, law of attraction, all their stuff. I've always kind of went there more something in it like so yeah and I got since I moved up here I got more into it and that was one of my friends actually working with a girl on some content called Rebecca Short um she's an amazing person and she's very spiritual and she's very into her astrology and she's like you have very strong she's like you're a Leo and I was like no I'm a cancer and she's like what I was like, <laughs> I was like I'm a cancer and she was like no you're not I was like I definitely am and then she was just like right okay well she was like what's your moon and what's your rising and I was like don't know and so she sent me a thing and worked it out and I was just basically like so I'm a cancer sun which is like it's all sensitive pure emotional blah 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 which I am and then I'm a Taurus moon and a Capricorn rising and I was like I don't know what any of this means so then I I don't know huh I don't know I've never done mine you're oh my god I'll send you a link afterwards so interesting but I was like I okay no problem this is it'll be interesting to see but I was like I'll humor myself anyway humor a few people who've asked me to work this out before see the crack filled it in and I came out with a Capricorn rising and I was like I don't even know anything about Capricorns I don't even know if I know a Capricorn and I don't know if I believe in star signs I can only read horoscopes when they suit me and then basically what it means is that whenever you're like cap your rising sign is the mask you present to the world like your first impression and mine was like okay so basically it's your, your Capricorn so you seem really organized ready together like very like upbeat positive blah, blah 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 and this is the your first impression but whenever someone gets to know you 
they naked to know your son, which is a cancer, which is a big emotional mess, <laughs> basically. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. And then it was a few different things. And then like, still telling Rebecca about it. She was like, there's still such strong Leo energy with you that I cannot place. And then she was like, would you please tell me what your Mercury is? And I was like, having a clue. Don't know what it is. So like, find it out anyway. But basically my Mercury is in Leo. And your Mercury is your, hang on with there. Because it was there's this app called CoStar. The Mercury is in Leo. And it basically determines how you communicate, talk, think, and process information. Indicates how you're learning. It's your mind's planet. And That's all right. that their stuff. Like naturally, later, very good at presentations and all that their stuff. And I wish you like, really are. that sounds about right. Okay, cool. So basically, yeah, that's that's where we're at with that, which I thought was quite interesting. But there we are. But anyway, so I know you're related to your spirituality and numerology and stuff. So tell me a wee bit about that before you go. Well, I, I always was on the angels. Angels oh, really? is a big thing. Yeah. My daddy said, why don't the angels? Like any like time he was away and he came back, he always brought me back like a wee angel or a wee guardian angel. Oh, um, and I always kind of just uh, like always had wee angel cards and stuff. Uh-huh. So... I always, always believed in that. And then, you know, like the angel numbers and things like that. So I always would look into that. If like I kept seeing a reoccurring number, I would always kind of just be like, look up my angel number book. What is this? What does this mean? But um, I, so I kind of like trying to read a wee bit more under that and the whole spirituality side of things. I think because we are, I just think we are more aware now, aren't we though? I, you know, before I think- it would have been more like, you're just being, you're just like one of those happy people. I know. I think honestly, TikTok has a lot to do with it. To be honest, I'm not lying. Jesus, do you ever go down the wormhole TikTok? But you're like, <laughs> oh my god! I was like, man, I'm gonna just have to remove this from my phone because, that, like, you're on about procrastination. I swear, to Jesus. Whenever we did our first week podcast last week as well, which I think is coming out tomorrow, um, but at um. One of the questions was like I was like put up a wee box of what would you like us to talk about and one of them was procrastination and I was like right, I'm just gonna skip yeah, that. Second, yeah, it's kind of like an audio. Oh, stop now. Never mind. Go on. Continue. No, no. Um, and I was just like right procrastination. I can't really give a well good a, a well lot of info on that because I don't have a lot of um experience in that field. But I am getting better. I am trying. I am trying. You're trying you know, to fascinate or you're better or you're trying to stop? I'm trying to stop. Oh god, I was like, I was like, why do you, I was like, if you don't procrastinate, don't start that habit. It's terrible. Oh my god, it's awful. I was definitely actually at one point that I would need to get um treated like to see if I had ADHD. Because I have that the attention span of I don't know what, but it's prioritizing workload. Damn. I'm learning. That's why hard, you know, whenever you go on, they like trying to do your own business and stuff, like all the things that you thought you knew, you, you know, fuck all. You're just like, uh, what, what is this? You're like, what, you beat yourself up and like, why don't I know this already? I should come out of the womb knowing this. And then you're like, mm-hmm. for fuck's sake. And then you're like, right, okay, I just need to sit down and learn it. But you always beat yourself up for a while first and put it off, don't you? Uh, it is, that's true. But morning routine, I think that is definitely the big one. Fuck it's routine. Right, morning routine. Um, I never had one because I was like, I'm not a morning person. I hate mornings. Like, I, I am a bear. Well, I was a bear. Um, I just had it in my head. I just I didn't like mornings. And then I read my miracle morning. Sorry, I listened to it in, in Audible. Sorry. And I was like, what? This is amazing. This book was completely, oh, Jesus, it was amazing. And um, he talks about, like, how he changed his life. By, because if you look at all the millionaires and all the successful people, they all have a morning routine and that doesn't come by chance. And I was like, well, right, let, let me listen to see what it says. Um, he then goes on, the worst part of your day, what's the worst part of your day? 
waking up. Bed, yes. So <laughs> why do we continue to do that? Again and again and again. Uh, by hitting the snooze button. Oh, I have my relationship with the snooze and I was, button. Abusive, like. I, and I was like, that makes so much sense. Like we're doing the worst part of our morning. Numerous amounts of time. So obviously we're going to set ourselves up for sabotage the rest of the day because we're allowing ourselves to not give ourselves that discipline. So I would get up, I would get up around half five. I would do my gratitude journaling. I would then do um, a workout, but I, that's the one taking my class or a wee bit of yoga, whatever. Um, if I do my workout, do my, a wee bit of stretching afterwards. Um, then my journaling, as it says, um, I would do the gratitude list first and then I would do my journaling after. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've got a meditation and then I am ready to take on the world. Um, what the way you write about in your journal? Because I've, I've wanted to start journaling for a while and I've tried. I'm like, am I doing this right? Or is there a right way to do it? Do you just There's write? no right way to do it. Is there hell? Unless you've got like, like a seven minute journal. Like it gives you ideas of what you yeah, have to write. Like to. Hello. Oh, it's hello. That's all right. Sorry. Can edit that. that again. No. <laughs> no um i i talked to my boys in italian did you not know well, in the house so much oh my god we only, we only talk italian in the house we've only got like italian tv and stuff what yes did you not know this no oh yeah. my god speak italian again to alex here's ciao alex come stai stai bene spero che stai bene i know <laughs> It's mad how my voice changes though, but I'm Italian, I'm Italian with a Iranian accent. What was the chat about? My morning routine. So if you've got the journal, if you've got like a seven minute journal or a five minute journal, it has everything kind of rolled out for you, what you need yeah, to do. Yeah, I have Yeah, I will. I just have one page. I've just like a normal wee like five bullet up. point. Bullet point um, journal that I just have one day called I have one, a double page called Brain Dump. Anything that's in my mind that's really annoying me that I'm just like, that's really annoying me that I, I wish I could have said this and I didn't say this. And I just write it all down. And there's just something about getting it out there. It's just like, oh, that's it now. I've mm. ranted to myself on paper, not having to bring anybody down along with me, but I just, my paper just got it all. But yeah. it's just, it's just getting it down. So I would definitely recommend, I always, I, that's what I always have. That's the routines that I have my girls on, their sleep, which is another thing that I make sure that they all, I have it on the re-accountability spreadsheet that they need to get their seven hours at least sleep. I don't know how people realize how important sleep is. It's one uh, I didn't as well. I used to literally be like, your sleep shit, your sleep shit, your sleep shit. Like when I first started coaching me. And yeah. now I don't know how I used to survive on three or four hours a night. Because now I see if I don't get at least eight or nine hours, I just, I don't get up. Like I just don't. Oh my God, I know. Yeah, you need it for for the function. That's I I admire uh, Ryan so much. You know, like um, I started following him. I think it was about a year ago. Whenever you put it on, whatever, like you start, like when you're putting up, whenever you're doing the training and all on him. And I was like, that there's amazing for a a man to be so open about women and periods and stuff and periods and stuff. That's amazing. I know, but it's incredible. Like he should be so buzzing by himself. I just feel like I'm like, yes, man, it's fucking brilliant, brilliant. He's <laughs> do, he's amazing. Um, wasn't hear that. And sure, for anyone who doesn't know, Giselle's actually doing the Go Figure Open Office on Saturday as well. So this is the week of Giselle. You're very busy with me. Was <laughs> a woman this week? Jesus Christ, just appeared me. Not at all. But <laughs> but anyway, I will let you go because I know you have a busy day. But what are your plans for the future? Where are you taking Balance Limited? 
And what are your plans? Where do you see it going? What's your goals? Obviously, you're doing your two courses. I my two courses. Um, sky's the limit. I've got um, get my website finished. Hopefully, um, currently. Why is it so hard to get a website up and running? That's ridiculous. People do like. Unless you've done it before, people do expect it to be able to be built like very quickly, but it doesn't. It takes forever. No, it takes forever. All the wee loopholes and stuff and the notes and the plugins and things. But plugins, coding. But get that. Yeah. Like if I get that finished, stuff. It's a nightmare. I would say. Fair play to you for doing it though. That's amazing. Um, I would like to get the website finished and then be able to like run on demand, so people will on the website and have like the on demand section. Mm-hmm. Um, so like anybody from I haven't actually have Facebook ads, I haven't advertised anywhere, so I want to branch out in that so I can maybe move away from Strabane and Castle Derrick. It's kind of like where my main clients are. Yeah. Um, so that um I would like to kind of just you know like kind of reach further afield, maybe sky's a limit as I say, but um who knows? Who knows? I'm just kind of excited and looking forward to it and all. And um, hopefully getting my clothes out and that's in the works as well. Get the yeah, you're making range on the go. Hey? You're making merchandise at the moment, aren't you? Yes, I am. So why do you have that bias? You know, I love clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I have it because I you know, like it's one of those things. Until I have it in my hand, I'm not gonna believe that it's happening. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So um hopefully then um I'll have the V balance range coming out and then an app hopefully fingers crossed and how it goes for like gym workouts for anybody who's going to the gym yeah so we'll see how it goes and just and then with the pre and postnatal now i'll be able to have like pre and postnatal courses and um things on zoom and my friend and australia is currently doing something with um something exciting as well to do with pre and postnatal so we can collaborate on that mm-hmm. so so loads of things hopefully hopefully and then what advice would you give your younger self just don't listen to yourself don't listen to what yourself is telling you just um if you want to go for it just go for it i know that sounds so cliche doesn't it though really it doesn't know, it does. but like, it was, cliches are true they're a cliche for a reason yeah i would just say just stop believing what you're telling yourself and what you're what you desire in your heart just go for it without yeah, like, stopping mm. and then what advice would you give to anyone else who you could like who was listening to this um, my advice would be to not let small town mentalities limit what you think that you can achieve and what you're able to achieve. Uh-huh. Just go for it. Don't don't worry about other people's opinions because then other people's opinions are going to come and go. Um, you're going to be old news whenever they find somebody else to talk about. So if you limit yourself to that, then you're going to hold yourself back for longer and longer and longer. So just do what you feel and believe that you can do and um, self-love, self-care is a big thing, as I always say, but I think people, self-love is not about, not not being big-headed, but like being like, look, oh my God, look at me, I'm so gorgeous. You know, like it's lovely to say that to yourself, but I think self-love is Mm self-acceptance, accepting yourself and all those flaws and everything, like your huffiness, your, you're all your like times that you think that you're right. I'm one of the young people that think that I'm right all the time. <laughs> My mom will tell you, I would be a black crow, crow white. But I think like, you know, and all my all my flaws, I think that was my biggest thing in self-love to accept myself for everything that I have. That's that's not good. Yeah. 
my badness and then working on changing that. So I think people need to realize that whenever you're going through self-love, it's to accept yourself and your whole being, not just looks. I think that's a big okay. thing. Mm. So accepting yourself inside and out. Yes, that's it. Gorge. Well, we'll leave it there. And Giselle, where can people find you on social media or online or anything else? Um, I have my balance life, balance.lifestyle on um, Instagram or Giselle Danucci on Instagram. And then um, Facebook's the exact same. So, I'll link both Giselle's Instagram and Facebook down um, in the show notes. And if anybody has any questions, please shoot Giselle or myself a message. Giselle, thank you so much. For being on the thank day. you so on much for having me. I feel so privileged. episode. I love it. So if anybody has any questions, like I said, give us a shout and we will see you next week. Thank you so much, Nicole. Thanks, everybody. Sorry if, if I was babbling on. <laughs> Don't be silly. Like, comment, subscribe, all that other fun stuff. And we will see you soon.